Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Bill C-69 has been described as the pipeline killing legislation. It's currently being debated in the Canadian Senate before the Environment and Energy Committee. Senators had agreed to a cross-Canada tour in order to allow Canadians to raise any issues they may have with C-69, but now a, a liberal senator, who is the leader of the independent senators group, also known as the Liberals, is trying to change the itinerary so the tour only includes one eastern Canada stop. And uh, they also want Winnipeg written out of the itinerary as well. So joining us on the program is uh, Saskatchewan Senator David Tkachuk. And uh, the senator is arguing on behalf of the conservative senators that this cross-Canada exchange of views about Bill C-69 has to take place. Senator Tkachuk, thank you very much for the time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So here we are, C-69. It really is a piece of legislation which mirrors the attitude of Justin Trudeau and his core supporters, I think, toward Western Canadian energy industries, particularly the oil industry. And we heard his objective, or objection rather, and objective, at a town hall when Trudeau said the oil sands should be phased out. So talk about Bill C-69. What do we need to know? Well, Bill C-69 is a very complicated bill, but uh, I think um, I I wrote an editorial in the Star Phoenix this weekend uh, that was published, uh, and I quoted the former principal secretary, Gerald Butts, and in that he, he resigned, of course, and in his letter of resignation, he said, our kids and grandkids will judge us on one issue above all others. That issue is climate change. And I hope the response to it becomes the collective, nonpartisan, urgent effort that science clearly says is required. I hope that happens soon. Now, he wrote that in a resignation letter, which was, I thought, I thought kind of odd, but also very telling, because uh, Bill C-69 is not about the environment, it's about climate change, which is an odd thing to do in a country that is an, not a net emitter. That's very true. Uh, but that speaks to the... Uh, that speaks to the, uh, the, the uh, preference, the agenda, the direction that the government's taken. And C-69 is going to make it, if I understand it correctly, first of all, the regulatory aspect of it is going to change dramatically. The National Energy Board isn't going to have um, say or sway any longer. And C-69 is going to essentially uh, close the door on pipeline development. Well, it not only uh, not only the National Energy Board, but the nuclear regulatory agencies, the offshore regulatory agencies have been basically shunted to the side and the the main uh, the main uh, arbiter of new development will be the impact assessment agency, which replaces the former impact assessment agency, which is uh, which is uh, in which was in February 2012, I think it was when it was instituted. But uh, this one makes it much more confusing. Uh, almost every industry is opposed to it. Um, you can tell by what's happening in the. Um, in the investment community, uh, 2015, $80 billion invested in, in, in resources in Canada, and uh, the, last year, 40 
by a $40 billion drop is, is unbelievable. And that's because uh, there is so much uncertainty about the, not only this bill, but Bill uh, C-48, which is a tanker bill, which bans tankers. We'll be the only country in the world to ban tankers on our coastline. And Bill C-68, which is uh, the, uh, another act. Uh, they call it the Fishery Act, which is kind of an innocuous word. But what it does is basically prevents any hydro project from taking place. You know, it's madness when you have a national debt that's uh, $670 billion and you're running a, an annual deficit in excess of $20 billion. It's, then, it's madness to close down revenue, which would fuel your economy, and you'd be using world-class, state-of-the-art pipeline uh, uh, construction and, uh, and feeding an international marketplace that wants our oil. I mean, we had uh, Frank McKenna, the deputy chair of uh, TD Bank on this program, and he told us that Canada lost $107 billion over seven years only because of the discount at which we sell our oil to the United States. Well, we're, we're, we're leaking, yeah. you know, people like to talk about pipeline leaks. Well, we're leaking money in uh, massive numbers of billions of dollars that could fund our social programs and our health care system, which has people in the, in the hallways, if they yeah, get very, into the hospital at all. Yeah, very frustrating to the energy industry as well. Uh, you know, the Canadian Environmental Assessment Act uh, could have been amended to solve the few problems they had. Uh, the National Energy Board, the nuclear, uh, um, the nuclear agency that looks after uh, nuclear project, the Safety Commission, the Offshore Regulatory Commission, they have a worldwide reputation for environmental standards. People come from other countries in the world to study how we do it. And what they've done is basically, uh, they've basically shunted this worldwide regulatory group of agencies that have served Canadians so well and um, and they've shunted them aside, and they're going to basically close them down. So, what's the objection then? What's the uh, what's the objection that the independent, aka liberal senators, are putting forward to uh, to this consulting process with Canadians going forward? Why don't they want this? Didn't they agree to it? Uh, well, they they yeah, they did agree to it, and then we had it was bizarre. On uh, they must have spoken to the PMO or something because on on Tuesday night. Uh, they started raising objections about having to travel to certain cities in Atlantic Canada. They wanted to, Senator Simons wanted to eliminate Winnipeg. Uh, Senator uh, Wu. What's wrong with Winnipeg? That, yeah, and Senator Wu wanted to eliminate a, um, a, a city in, in the Maritimes. That basically, they said, what have these people got to say uh, that we're going to learn anything about? And, uh, and then we had, then when we got through all that, and we agreed to travel. The chairman went into the into the Senate on Wednesday afternoon to to move a motion to allow us to travel because you always got to get permission from the Senate to hit the road. So she moved it and then spent 15 minutes arguing against her own motion, which then generated an amendment from Senator Simons from Alberta to restrict travel. And uh, we spent all afternoon in a fight that we didn't have to have. So what would they you do? withdrew it on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting a headache. Uh, no, me too. I have one. <laughs> I'm the critic of the bill. You can imagine. <laughs> well, yeah. Would, would you? So you would have gone from city to city. Are you still planning to? You're hoping to? We still are, and we're going to. Okay. So yep. even if you have to go as a group of conservative senators, if, you're going to do if it. If we have to, I, I don't think we will. But I, I think we're going to. I think we finally on Thursday afternoon they saw the light and decided that uh, we, we've got one more hurdle, and that's getting a budget for it. 
Okay, so now, uh, so you'll hold consultations with Canadians yep. in what, public forums across the country? Correct. To let them know what C69 is about and have them ask questions so that people actually are informed about this legislation that Mr. Butts says is so integral to our future. Yeah, I, I think it's important. Like, we hear from experts at committee in Ottawa. We hear from uh, scientists. We hear from the, the businesses involved in but we don't hear from the person who's going to lose their job, and we don't hear from the people that are going to try that are trying to pay for their homes and their child's education and keep food on the table. I mean, the resource industry is a huge employer in this country, and this has major repercussions for uh, for Saskatchewan, Alberta, uh, Atlantic Canada, and of course the rest of Canada, because we're a major source of wealth for the country. You're just trying to keep construction workers employed, and you know the prime minister doesn't want that. Well, I, you know, I don't think he wants it, nor do, I don't think he likes them, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's, um, it's a very strange situation that they don't want to travel, and, and, but I think it's extremely important that they do. Okay, so now does the Senate, uh, you can stop this uh, bill from going through, right? I don't, you know, I don't know if we can stop it. I mean, I don't think, I don't think we want to, if we can find a way, and and I think industry is working hard, along with the provincial governments, along with the Premier of Alberta, uh, the Premier of Saskatchewan, the, the Ministers of Natural Resources of these provinces. Uh, they're working hard to see if they can put together a group of amendments that would actually solve a lot of the problems in this bill. If, we, if we're able to do that, um, uh, then, then I, I think that's the proper route to take, because uh, then we won't have months and months of uh, indecision. Yeah. Well, pipelines are the best way to do what needs to be done. We just had another derailment uh, yep. in, uh, in, in, in the Rockies uh, the last 48 hours. Uh, it's as clear as, uh, as, as it needs to be. And, and it's frustrating. We had, you know, uh, when, the oil industry speak, when the oil industry speaks to us, it's hard even to listen to how ridiculous it is that we're mining a resource, the, an energy resource, to the United States from anywhere from 25 to 50 percent less than the world price. There, you, when I was in Wisconsin at Christmas time, they were selling gas at you know at two dollars a gallon. And why is that? Because they're buying cheap gas from us, and they're selling their oil, they're selling their oil at world prices. Yeah, it's it's insane and. And um, and certainly doesn't serve Canada. Senator, I, I can I can give you an example. I have to do this fairly quickly. When I lived in Montreal, yeah. when I lived in Montreal, we used to go across the. I lived, lived in the eastern townships of Quebec, so we would go across the border to Vermont to fill up because you would save two three bucks a gallon. Right. But where that oil, where that gasoline came from, that came from a refinery in Montreal. So the oil, the, the company that, that was selling the, the the gasoline in Vermont, they would drive their trucks to Montreal to the refinery. They would fill up their trucks. They would drive back to Vermont, and then they would put it on their smaller trucks so they could go and service all the gas stations. And they were still selling gasoline that came from Montreal at two to three bucks a gallon less. Yeah, that's right. They were selling well, our, you know. But if you if if a, if a truck were to go to the refinery in Montreal from Montreal, they'd be paying three dollars, two to three dollars more a gallon for gasoline that was refined in their own city. It's crazy. Yeah, it is that. And it's safe. I mean, this is, anyway. Senator, thank you very much for the time. Good luck with that. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, stay, stay in touch. Uh, I do. think it's important to keep Canadians informed of what's going on. And uh, we'll certainly try and do that. Thank you, Senator. 
Take care. Bye-bye. Senator David Tukachuk joining us from Saskatchewan. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.